with Coda Country, and today I am joined by Blake Harlow. What's up, man? How's it going? It's it's going. We're uh, we're just <laughs> having some fun on the podcast. Yeah. So I found Blake um, through TikTok. He popped up as one of those people that I like should be following, and so I followed along. And now I'm glad I did because I've I've gotten to see a lot of things that I really like. So tell me. Um, I think right now. And before I forget, have um, go ahead give and give us like a little snippet of your handle so we can find you on TikTok and Instagram and, and all that kind of stuff on social media. So if you want to follow me on social media for Facebook and Instagram, it is at the Harlow Music. And on TikTok, it is at official Blake Harlow. And those are the only Perfect. social media outlets I have. <laughs> I know. I bet you get like a ton of spam accounts made in your name. Everybody's trying to be Blake. Yes, I totally get it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm interested to know more about your released music. I've seen that you had some releases back in 2020 with or 2022 with Greenlight. Um, and then you also had a couple 2021. Um, tell me about the music that you've released so far. So the music that I've released so far is from a session that I got to do in Nashville. So I got to go into soundstage studios and the castle and cut, cut these songs. And there were 10 of them. And so I've just been kind of, kind of trickling them out here and there. Um, got another one coming up soon. So that's fun. Um, that'll be called fly away, but fly away. Some of those and songs you teased that are, recently, right? Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah. Um, yeah, but some of those songs are and other the other ones are um, songs that people in the industry have written. There are some like my song Just a Dream or Not Loving You or Tattoo that I have written myself. Just me, myself and I, nobody else. And um, then you've got songs like Green Light and Windows and Mirrors and Topless, which are co-written by names like Craig Campbell or Cole Swindell or, you know, Lynn Hutton, big, big songwriters out in Nashville. So I, I got the opportunity to do that and I, I couldn't turn it down. Yeah. For the people listening that don't know, Blake is based out of Houston, Texas right now. So going to Nashville and recording with those people, um, Tell me, how was that experience? Uh, tell me about the castle and, and soundstage and everything like that. Overall, the experience was amazing. I got to record with some of the best studio musicians in the industry. Uh, names like Brent Mason and, and Jimmy Key and, you know, Mark, Mike Rojas. And just those guys were awesome. Um, I'd work with them again in a heartbeat. And just... Coming from a small town, I'm not originally from Houston, but coming from a small town and going to a setting like that, and that being my first time ever recording anything, um, it was not a smack in the face, but I was I was just in awe um, of the whole process. <laughs> but I I got to go in and uh, we we did track cards and then cut vocals and it, it was an overall great experience. It's almost like a, like a humbling thing, right? Whenever you first step in the studio and you start working with these artists that you've heard of or, or heard about or wanted to work with, like, it's got to be kind of incredible to be like, I'm really here. Wow, this is it. It, it definitely was. Um, 
I think, so I, I did two sessions and we cut five songs each time. And I think on the second session, they wouldn't tell me, but I'm pretty sure Chris Young was next door. <laughs> well, that's really cool. <laughs> How awesome is that? Oh yeah. my gosh. So, okay. Um, and we talked, I touched a little bit on your social media stuff with TikTok. Tell me how your social media, we'll call it fame, virality, whatever you want to call it, has kind of like boosted your career so far. So social media just overall is a great and honestly free way to promote yourself. And I saw the opportunity when TikTok launched to go ahead and just start posting myself singing and posting videos of my music and just seeing what happened. So, you know, I, I posted one on there. I posted a little little cover of a song, and people were like, oh, this is really good. So I kept posting them and posting them, and they weren't doing too much, but it was getting enough attention that I was like, maybe I should keep at this and see where it goes. And same thing with, with Instagram. It's just the, the new Reels feature. Um, it's just a great way to get music out there for free. It's, it's free self-promotion. Yeah, definitely. And I think back to the time, like, you know, when we have nineties country artists that like really had to, you know, I say boots on the ground, I guess, get themselves to Nashville. There's like so many other avenues that you can go through. And I don't know much about the Texas music scene. Like you probably can speak on that. I'm, I'm going to ask you about that in a bit, just because I don't know much about Texas, but I do know it's like, you know, Austin, Houston, those are two bigger markets for country music other than Nashville. And so, so tell me about that. How is your, your career taking off in the area that you're in? Um, so Texas country is huge here. Um, hence, hence the name. Um, but it's, it's all started in Austin and it has spread to Fort Worth and Dallas and Houston. And there are so many different places to play in all of those cities. And the response from the patrons and, and the audiences are generally good. Um, if you're, if you're playing a song they like, they're going to let you know. If you're playing a song that they don't like, they're still going to let you know. <laughs> but I, there, there's a big crossover happening right now between Texas country and Red Dirt and um, the Nashville style of country. Because you've got artists like Parker McCollum and Granger Smith and um, even Cody Johnson. Cody Johnson's from right up the road where I live. So it's, yeah, it's a movement and we're, uh, we're trying to take it to Nashville. I was looking at your calendar earlier on your website and I was looking through some dates that you have set up. Um, a lot of them based in Texas. Do you have any future dates that you know of that you'd like to promote right now or any dates that, you know, that you haven't posted on your website that you'd like to, to talk about? <laughs> so I, do mainly play in Houston and the surrounding areas right now. Um, nothing absolutely massive on the calendar, um, but if people in the Houston area or the Texas area 
want to go to the website, blakeharlowmusic.com, and check out those show dates. I'm not going to tell you no. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you not to, but there, there are definitely plans to play further out in the future. I'm kind of I'm going out of order here because I usually start with like an artist background and then get into the other stuff. But I was just so excited to talk to you about all, all your music and everything like that. You recently said in this interview that you're from a smaller town. So tell me about how you started with country music. What were your first set of influences, that kind of thing, where you're from? So I grew up outside of Austin, Texas, in a little town called Bastrop. Um, and it's, I, I always loved country music. And when I was seven, my parents and I went on a, a road trip up the, uh, up the East Coast, and we stopped in Nashville. And I got to do the Opry tour and everything and got to stand on the stage. And I, I kind of fell in love at that point. Um, but never had plans of making anything of it. So my parents, as soon as I graduated high school, they were like, get out. Um, <laughs> and so I didn't actually pick up a guitar until I was 21. I, I had always sang and enjoyed music, but I didn't start playing guitar until I was 21 and I sat down on the on the couch and taught myself because I I figured you know if I'm gonna do the country music thing I better know how to play a guitar so yeah I, I went through that's, <laughs> that's very cool no it's awesome that you taught yourself wow very cool yeah it, it was just a process of going through and finding songs that I I knew that I knew the melody for and it just went from there. And then I started writing my own songs and, you know, doing the whole process with the lyrics and the music and the whole nine yards. And I fell in love with the songwriting aspect of it because it, it's a story. How much influence do you bring from other um, outside sources when you songwrite? Like how do you have... I don't know. Do you only base it on your life? Do you base it on the lives of others around you? Or tell me what you're thinking. <laughs> so when it comes to songwriting, I don't particularly draw from my own personal experience. Um, it just depends on what comes to me um, or what I want to write about. Like I Tattoo is a song about cheating and... <laughs> I've never been cheated on and I've never cheated on anybody. So I don't know where that came from, but it's, it's just whatever comes to me in that moment. Um, or I'll have an idea for like a line or two and I'll write it down in my, in my, uh, in my phone and I'll go back to it when I'm, you know, in the, in the right mindset to songwrite. And all of a sudden a, a full, full song comes out. And, um, it's, I, I've just got to feel it. I applaud you. You know, I was talking with somebody else today and it's like, sometimes people write because they know what other people want to hear. But if you can write what you want to say, even if it's something that you haven't like really experienced, it's still meaningful. And I know that the listener is going to, going to hear that and going to take that and run with it. So that's pretty cool. Um, okay, so we talked about some of your releases that you had. Um, tell me about some of the more recent writes that you've done this year. 
um, just with songs that you're working on now. So I've actually got four or five songs written that I just need to get into the studio to record. Um, there's one called Here's to the Weekend. It's about everybody's favorite part of the week. <laughs> um, and there's another one called Two Drinks. Um, it's about a, a girl that walks into a bar and catches a guy's eye. And it's, it's kind of their life story. And then there's another one that is not as happy. Um, <laughs> it's about a woman that kicks her man out, breaks up with him, and he has to live in a motel. So I'm hoping that yeah, I'm why, hoping that's not a story that <laughs> that you're living. <laughs> no, it's not a, story, not a story about me. Okay. Um, but. Again, just stuff stuff that tells a story, stuff that, you know, makes a good song. And none of it's personal experience. But again, like, I'm just excited to hear these because that's a huge span of topics that, you know, I feel like would definitely reach the listeners that like, oh man, I got kicked out of the house or, or, or <laughs> finding somebody that they are attracted to across the bar, you know? Okay. Well, Blake, I'm really glad that you met with me today. Is there anything else that you'd like to promote or anybody that you want to give a shout out to before we hop off today? Um, if you want to hear more, just check out all of my original music on your favorite streaming platform. Search Blake Harlow. I'm on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, iTunes, uh, YouTube Music, everywhere. So there's eight songs out right now with plans for a ninth um, coming soon. And then make sure you stop by the website at blakeharlowmusic.com. And here's a free way to support me. <laughs> As an independent artist, just go to Instagram or to Facebook and look for B Harlow Music. And then if you use TikTok, it is official Blake Harlow. Perfect. So all the listeners out there, if you don't know Blake, now you do. And you heard it here with Coda Country. Thanks so much for coming on today. <laughs>